0: when you're tuned in to the Cornerstone Prepcast, the show that gives you an inside look into how we think, talk, learn, and engage all the important issues at Cornerstone Prep. My name is Brandon McCall. I'm the principal at Cornerstone. And today, do we have a treat for you. We sat down and just talked with a number of students about something that we take kind of seriously at Cornerstone. On the the macro scale, it's an idea called authentic education. It's part of our mission statement. And authentic education is something that is where real learning takes place about the skills that are gonna make kids prepared for life and work in the real world. We're talking the soft skills, the real skills. Things like leadership, ingenuity, problem solving, creativity, hard work, determination, that kind of stuff. The kind of stuff that tests don't necessarily measure. We talked to some of these kids about their involvement in a program called Best Robotics. And Best Robotics is a national competition. And it's not just about building robots. The, the students actually have six weeks from day one where the competition theme is announced to game day to create a company that builds, markets, and has to sell a robot. So there's multiple layers to what's going on. Not only are they engineering and building and designing and failing and redesigning a robot and using math and science and technology and carpentry skills and all that kind of stuff. They're also building a company that has to market a robot. They have to give marketing presentations, talk to people, and they get a chance to travel around the Pittsburgh region also as a part of the competition to visit companies talk with people out in the real world. And that's the stuff that's just irreplaceable. You can't get that in a classroom. So we sat down with some students and talked to them about what this experience means for them, stuff they've learned, their struggles, difficulties, but also why it's something that has blessed their lives immensely and what most students would call one of their favorite things about Cornerstone. That's an attribute to you know the great teachers, leaders involved that have poured a ton of time into to them over the years and just the the culture and community the students build and have made it a really, really special thing. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined at what is almost 7 p.m. Bunch of students sticking around from robotics practice, talking about robots. What's up, gang? Hey.
1: What's up? Oh, yeah.
2: You guys get so much energy. <laughs> we have so <laughs> much. We did, oh, sorry.
0: We, why are you here so late on a school night? What is going on? How normal is this for your life? This seems like miserable. <laughs> I mean, but here you now you now company. you're here doing a podcast.
3: It is competition week, so yeah. competition stakes are high. Friday, so and
2: so every year around this time, we're here till like 10, 11. Yeah, it's my one, one or two week. nights a week. It's, your, it's, your favorite, wh- it's my
4: favorite week of
2: robotics. Well, What makes it your favorite week of robotics?
4: So, like, the whole time you're, like, gearing up for competition week and competition day, and then, um, like, the week of competition, everybody is, like, 100% focused because they all just want to see it, like, come together well. And so you kind of start to see the pieces fall into place, and you see what it's going to look like on Friday, and, like, the camaraderie of just, like, staying late and working hard together. It's a good time. Good memories. Do
0: you guys all feel the same, or do you wish this would just
2: go away?
1: No, I would agree. Oh, I love it. You like I it? I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like
2: it'd be really amazing to be able to not stay. Like, it's like in the beginning, like if we work really hard, but I feel coming together at the end and putting in a lot of hard work, it it like brings us closer together for, if we make it past like this competition for the weeks ahead, like that we just know it's even gonna get harder. From a teacher perspective, from outsider perspective, you know,
0: you look at you guys, and I think the thing that a lot of people don't get a chance to see is how much work goes into it and everything. And what would you want people to know or understand that you feel like people just don't get?
3: Probably just the amount of like, tedious jobs goes into it. You know, just because like whenever you look at it, it's like wow they built a robot in six weeks or or wow, that's a really awesome presentation or or a a trade show booth that they put together in six weeks. But like what a lot of people don't see is the tedious things that went into making that. Like the amount of letters that had to be cricketed and and glued individually on each of the boards or or the amount of times that the gears had to be remade a million times, you know, like Mm -hmm. a lot of it is really tedious work that um you know can be frustrating but in the long run is really rewarding.
4: And the majority of our time is taken up by thinking of ideas and then realizing that we could have thought of something better so if you're just looking at the picture at the end, you're like, wow, that was a really good idea you had, and you're like, thanks, it took us a long time to get here, you know, and it took a lot of trial and error, and it took a lot of redesigning and retyping and re-editing the Prezi year, all these different things, and so, like, when we're proud of our end result, it's because, like, we've worked really hard for it, and we've gone, like, tried a lot of different things to get
0: there. Talk about that process some, because I think that's something, I love that you pointed that out, that most people don't get a chance to see the process, they see the product, they see mm-hmm. the final thing. What is it like when it starts out? I'm sure there's a lot of conflict in the process too. Things probably get <laughs> things, things probably get difficult, and yeah. like, how do you navigate all that and keep your eyes focused on what it is you're actually trying to accomplish?
4: Right. So we get back from game day, and we were just given this huge task Um, and so everybody has an idea of what they want to do or where it could go and so we just kind of start by sitting down and like throwing out every idea on the board and Mr. Nastus kind of explains it as like dreamland like you even if it seems ridiculous throw out every idea because that's idea time and so we pretty extensively like comb through each idea and see like what's possible and what's not and it takes a lot of like You discuss for an hour why the idea would work. And you're like, all right, we're going to go with that. And then someone points out a flaw and you're like, wait, that doesn't work at all. And so it's a lot of back and forth of like focusing on what you're talking about now, but also like looking forward to like, how is that really gonna work on game day, or how is that presentation really gonna flow, or things like that?
0: People get frustrated in the process. Oh, it can be oh. really
3: hard, especially yeah. just because you know, like like Morgan pointed out, you know, you can be working on an uh, on an idea for over an hour and be like, wow, this is awesome, this is gonna be great, mm-hmm. and then somebody points out a flaw, and that's an hour of time that you just wasted. You know, we only have six weeks to to accomplish this huge project, and and when you spend um, that much time on an idea that doesn't work out, sometimes it can be really really frustrating. Yeah.
0: What about from the, the building end of things? How yeah. many designs and redesigns oh and frustrations and... Ter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, is we, that-
2: yeah, like they said, first first week, it's like just design, 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 like uh, prototype after prototype after prototype, just seeing if it'll work or fit with the robot or fit with other prototypes. And it's just everyone, like, thinks there's are best. We should do this because, of course, they want their thing on the robot. But in the end, like... It's a little bit frustrating, and then people end up coming to like, man, that's a really cool idea. And we go and we type, oh, well, that didn't work at all. Yeah. Back to the drawing board, and we just have to restart from the beginning. Do you feel like you're in a perpetual state of stress?
0: Yes. Yes. How do you navigate yeah. all that? <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
4: that's a hard question. At the beginning? I, do you
0: navigate all yeah, that? I <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I think what's, one of the things that robotic te- robotics teaches you is how to use your stress as a motivator to get things done because like you know I have a list like a mile long of things that like need to be done but if I just like think about that list forever I'm never gonna do any of it but if I just like start at number one and I'm like okay work on this I need these people to help with it and I just Mm -hmm. check and get it done um, then it helps in like navigating that but like especially at the beginning like that process actually of like trial and error is probably the most stressful part because you don't have a concrete plan yet, but you know that in three weeks you need to be almost done with it. And so I think once you have an idea down, that's actually one of the easiest ways of navigating that stress to just be able to get done the work.
0: I imagine every year it's unique and getting things started and getting into a groove, finding chemistry. There's a lot of new kids, there's a lot of young kids. I think this year is a very, seems to me from an outsider's perspective, a really young team. Mm-hmm. So how are you as a, the older leaders on the team, you, know, you guys are all, you know, have been around for a little while, how do you incorporate bringing new people in and make them an effective part of the team? And, helping people navigate some of the drama and the ups and downs and ins and outs, not just going through it yourselves, but now coaching younger people through. Can you think of any examples where stuff like that's had to happen?
1: um, When we go through the engineering process on our engineering team, we try to um, put leaders in each group of the arm, mobility, um, the claw, or just so we can um, teach the young kids how to think through the process and then um, hopefully when they're older just like us, how we went through that process too in those groups then we eventually they be eventually become the leaders of the groups teaching younger kids and so we try to keep maintain this cycle of like um, older mentors and seniors and juniors We try to pass down our knowledge to the younger kids so they rise up because all these seniors and juniors this year,
0: <clears throat> have been through that have year. you uh, do you remember being in the younger side of things mm-hmm. and so, an older person like really coming along and helping or somebody be inspiring to you and encouraging yeah, to you absolutely. in the yes. process levi brasco yeah, yeah. Oh, what, a,
1: what a cool talk
0: robot. about those guys
1: uh, what was he, it like he the like devotion he has to robotics is like unparalleled like, it's crazy, like, mm-hmm. he's in here extra hours, he's calling off work, he's the last person in the shop, he's the first person in the shop, too. He's missing, like, he's asking to miss classes so he can take tests later so he can work on the robot during game week, and it's just cool to see someone that motivated, and, yeah. It's pretty cool. And he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, Absolutely. an unbelievable guy.
0: Do you remember that from working for any Yeah, of
4: when I started, um, so I do marketing presentation, I didn't really know what it was at all, and, um... Lana Ben was one of the older students on the team at the time and she um, pulled me aside and got me involved in the marketing presentation and I really had no idea what I was doing and so she started me small like with the opener and just like telling an emotional story and she just like taught me how to do it and I was like I have no idea what I'm doing and like her under the stress of like having to lead the team like still took the time to be able to like show me what I'm doing and not just like throw me in the position and now it's really cool because like she taught me how to do that and now I'm a senior and I have a freshman girl that's doing the opener that I'm like it's okay I know it's overwhelming but like I was in your position too and I now I'm in a whole new position now I'm in a leader so you're gonna get there too.
0: How do you guys see yourselves as serving the larger robotics community because you have made a big impact whether you realize it or not and you're influencing other teams whether you realize it or not. Do you think about that and how has that been this year? Do you talk about that kind of thing, reaching out to other teams, helping them get started? Because it can be really frustrating when you can't get off the ground as a young team.
4: So Best Robotics has a really cool program set up when there's new teams. They pair them with more experienced teams kind of as like a mentorship program. Um, and so we had two of those teams this year, and I had the privilege of just like shooting out an email to them and saying, like, we're really excited for you to be doing robotics. And we're glad that you're like taking the journey and, like endeavoring and trying it because it's kind of hard. It's a scary thing to accomplish Um, and so even like if they didn't get back to me and say like we need your help with this we need your help with that sometimes like knowing that someone is like rooting for you and cheering for you is like super encouraging so to be able to like have those contacts and reach out to other students and be like you can do this like we (laughs) believe in you was a special privilege I think.
0: One thing you guys are busy with also is going and getting a chance to visit with different companies in the Pittsburgh area, whether marketing companies, robotics companies. Talk about that. I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on about one of the cool opportunities that you guys get with robotics is getting a chance to get out into industry and see people
2: in the world that are doing it. Talk about that experience from your perspective as a high school student. Yeah, so uh, just recently we had a field trip and we had to go down uh, to the south side in Oakland and visit two companies, one marketing and one engineering, and we went to go see uh, and visit uh, RE Squared, which is a robotics company based in Pittsburgh, and they do uh, a whole bunch of different things. They manufacture in their building, and if they can't, they send it, their workers to contractors to build it more. And they do a lot of stuff for the U.S. government, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the uh, subjects that they're doing uh, on their project is relates to what we do for our projects. It's all based on like actual things that need to happen, or like. Uh, events really that like Mm -hmm. really need done so uh they were building an underwater robotic arm that can help on submarines and and it's really cool to be able to get like knowledge from experienced members in like the robotics like stem community Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. i love going in and seeing um really that what they're doing is just a big way bigger scale of what we're doing here and i didn't realize that (laughs) I didn't realize that mechanical engineering was what we're doing every single day. I was, before I was curious of what it looks like day to day, but then I got to go there and see what they actually do. And it's literally everything we do, just on a bigger scale. They have bigger whiteboards where they draw bigger, <laughs> they draw, draw bigger diagrams and they just, just work on bigger projects than what we do. And it's really cool to see, it's like I could be that. Has
0: it, has it made you actually think that? Have you guys actually considered someday after high school would you say that some of those trips have been pretty impactful for you and at least thinking about
1: maybe what you're not interested in or maybe what you are definitely
2: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah.
1: so far like i really wanted to um shadow a mechanical engineer and then like get an idea of what it is like day to day and then i this opportunity um came around and i actually got to tour of the facility and see what like each engineer <laughs> cool. does on day to day it's so cool
4: i'll never get over how cool it is that like, we're high school students that are standing in front of engineers that just designed a product for, um, like, the Air Force and the Navy, or, like, marketing companies that work for big-name companies, yeah. and that we're high school students that are telling them about what we do at our mm-hmm. high school, <laughs> and they're sharing with us about what they do. Like, how crazy is that, that a 16-year-old gets that opportunity? What's
0: their—how do they respond to you guys? How do they deal with you guys? I mean, is it—what are the
2: conversations like? What are they—what's their feedback for you? That, that's the greatest part, is the feedback they uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: are— super super nice they're all like yeah that's really good I love what you're doing here like these are all super great ideas this is like a lot of the times a lot of this is what we do it just this is what you can do to even make that better like to improve your process on how you think of these things or how you build this or how you market this you get some real feedback yeah Yeah.
1: and I think it's cool that um, I get advice from them from after college that I couldn't get from my parents or teachers from here because they've actually been through um, engineering school so I can ask them different questions like which route to take which college to go to what degree should I focus on and they actually know like they've experienced it and went through the programs and so that's cool to see. yeah well you guys are
0: all walking with the Lord too and what is it like to be a Christian school involved in a competition that is in science and technology engineering mathematics <laughs> and which is can tend to be viewed as somewhat of a secular space and the contest that we're in isn't any type of a faith-based organization. You know, uh, there's the majority of schools that are participating are public schools. The majority of companies you're visiting are um, non-faith-based companies. Uh, What is it like being the Christian group?
4: One thing that I always think about when it comes to um being a Christian school in the STEM game field is, um, before we do anything, Mr. Nastus always prays for us as a group and he always ends his prayers with lead us and guide us father. And, um, it's always a reminder as we go into those things that like, whether it's, you know, even the way we say, like shake someone's hand and say like, how are you at the marketing presentation that like the Lord can lead us and guide us in that and use those opportunities to show love and to show that we care and to show that we're caring about something higher than just the score on the marketing presentation or how well
2: our robot does and every year like we always get the opportunity like teams come up and ask us after the competition uh whether good or bad on different subjects and they're always how do you guys do it and we always don't just to give credit to us and like our teammates we get to give credit to somebody a lot bigger and that sparks conversation and it gets people thinking and you're really good (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which i think just confuses people sometimes i'll never yeah. forget watching over the years just you know the, the success that we've had and then afterwards to be praying yeah. to see the team and everybody you know there's some hundreds sometimes thousands of people watching you guys yeah in live and in person and you know via satellite across the country people don't know how to deal with you guys i think it's it's, it's a really interesting uh-huh. thing to watch it seriously is and uh, I think it's an amazing testimony, you know, do everything with excellence and you've got great teachers like Mr. Anastas and you know, Mr. Orban and Stani that are just leading you guys that way. Is, is there like a thing that you would say That robotics is for you? What um, is it about
1: robotics? I love that it's a new problem every year and like it's like not just things that best um, thinks of but it's like real everyday problems that yeah. we get to solve like and It's not only you solving it, but it's you and your teammates who like come together and like Brainstorm and we don't we don't just use one person's ideas, but we maybe use a sixth-grader idea or mm. And we just get to build build something that's like a come like a compilation of like everyone's ideas into one final product and that's really cool to see a lot of times in school People in like math and like different sciences
2: always ask like when are we ever gonna use this in real life? <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's like a funny thing and so I say that all the time and word problems are like my favorite because we actually get a that's like based on like real world situations and so robotics is like one big word problem that you work together with a team to like fix that could relate to the real world like natural disasters or ocean cleanup or fighting fires or farming or depending on every like every year we get a new challenge a new word problem that we have to come together and try and solve as like a group as like a family. Yeah, I love the team element
0: of it. And I know, you know, Morgan and Kat, you guys are both really involved in team sports. Yeah. And if you were like me, I, when I was your age, I would have never been, I don't even know if I was ever within 100 miles of a robot. I don't know. <laughs> what was What's it like for somebody that maybe wouldn't have ever pictured themselves being involved in a robotics team sport? Mm. You know, now getting involved in it, do you still scratch that same itch does it still like kind of do that for you of like this is a team game it kind of has the excitement and all that kind of stuff with it too
4: I think for me it does it even more than Mm -hmm. being on just like a team sport because so I play softball and every time we go out there it's a new game and it's a new challenge and we either um, fail or succeed and that's it it's you know 45 minutes to an hour of working together and then we have an end result but with robotics you start in the fall and you end in the winter and you've problem solved together and you know maybe Maybe if you're me, you've cried together and you've <laughs> laughed together and you've stayed up really late working hard together. And the coolest thing about it is that, like, it's not about if we failed or if we succeeded. It's about that we did something hard and we challenged ourselves and that we worked really hard at it and committed ourselves to it. And at the end of the day, we didn't do it to fail and succeed, but we did it so that we could, like, thank the Lord for an opportunity to try something new.
0: That's amazing. And I think if we have that perspective with everything you do, like, I just know you guys are going to be all right. <laughs> you, know, you just are, man, and uh, I'm so grateful for you guys. You know, and, and, and I think that's the thing that, that you know a lot of folks don't get a chance to see. Like we've been talking about, you know, here we are. It's 10 after 7 on a school night. You've been at school, you know, working hard all day. Then after school, you're in crunch time. And then the fact that you're willing to stick around and just share some stories with people, talk about what this means to you, just shows your hearts. And I think that's something that you know. Is an amazing thing to to be able to watch, and you know if you could say something to your families or maybe somebody else out there that's uh, that you think would be important that you really wish that they knew or that you would like to share with them, what do you think that would be?
4: Well, my mom's reason I did robotics because I fought her on it for like three weeks. I was like, I'm not going to robotics, <laughs> and she was like, Morgan, you're doing uh-huh. robotics, and you know here I am three years later talking about how much I love robotics. So I would say. To when someone challenges you to do something, to rise to the occasion because you're gonna learn from it, and i also say thanks, mom, because you know I'm best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right. A lot of people when they hear robotics are kind of like fighting like robotics because they always think like the stereotypical like is that really like what I want to do like someone who plays sports? But I got pushed into it and it has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. Like I like, continually am trying to tell people like to come into it. So like really think about it you'll really be grateful like I'm thank you to like anybody that like tried to like push me to like try and pursue like STEM related activities like it's so much fun Mm cool man well
0: you know I just want to thank you guys for sticking around you know um, if anybody's interested in following along with the robotics action you can follow Cornerstone Prep on Facebook or you can follow Trionics is the that's what's your Instagram handle and what's the best way to keep in touch with what you guys have going on I
4: would say our Instagram or definitely
0: the Cornerstone Facebook page so at at Trionics or at Cornerstone Prep on Facebook yeah Yeah, just track along Um, you guys got a lot of exciting things coming up we're at Grove City College this coming week, yeah, and if, if things go well, what's next after that? Lord Denver. willing, Denver, Colorado. Lord willing, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> wow. So 30-hour bus trip. 30-hour bus the best trip. Best part. <laughs> the best part. Well, the first
2: 15 hours
0: are half <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man, I wish you guys so much success. We love you guys, and we're super proud that you get to represent Cornerstone, and you get to represent the Lord in a big way. It's like one of the cooler things we get to see all year. So it um, means a lot to us. Appreciate you guys sticking around. Thanks for being on the show, man. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you.